You're listening to the Better for America podcast, presented by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Hello, AMAC members. This is Rebecca Weber, and we're here today uh, on the Better for America podcast. Today, I'm so excited to speak with Bob Karlstrom. Bob leads AMAC Action, our advocacy affiliate, and he brings a credential that is a blend of senior executive business, government, politics, communications, and, and media. Bob, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Rebecca. It's just great to be with you. That is wonderful. Yeah. So today I want to share with our members, I know a lot of our members are wondering, what the heck is going on? You know, there's a lot of talk about voter fraud out there. And we understand that something just seems very suspicious about the 2020 election. We see these number of states that still have not been called. We're seeing that there are tremendous amount of uh, calls for recounts. Uh, Most lately, Georgia will be going through a total recount. And, you know, AMAC is that organization that's working to protect and restore American principles. And we are committed to guarding the most sacred of U.S. traditions, the integrity of our elections. And so, Bob, can you share with our AMAC members what you are seeing and hearing as it relates to um, what what we believe to be uh, broad scale voter fraud? Yet there hasn't really been any real heavy, substantial evidence that can back that, but we do hear a lot of stories. Can you tell us what you're hearing and what you're seeing? I'm glad to, and and thank you, uh, Rebecca, for that question. First of all, we're witnessing an unprecedented partisan assault on our Constitution and Republic. This is a very, very serious situation. There's an insidious, multidimensional plan to cheat American citizens uh, from of the sanctity of their right to vote and have it counted. And it really needs to be thwarted and it needs to be uh, investigated and individuals responsible prosecuted. There are federal criminal statutes uh, against the kind of behavior that we're seeing under the terms conspiracy against rights, federally protected activities, and there are even voting rights violations. So this election is really far from over. I think one of the things that needs to be understood here well is that it is a high-tech heist, among other bad behaviors in the different states. Uh, There is a company called Dominion Voting, Inc., which uh, has a direct link to the Clinton Foundation so-called Dillian Project. They operate uh, their voting systems in 25 states directly and two more by their subsidiary, Premier Election Solutions. In the contested states, Dominion voting is present. That's Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Nevada. And so far, they've determined that there have been 451,000 switched votes and and, and indeed 2,738,000 votes disappeared in some of these Dominion states. Yeah, that is that is just so important that our that our members understand that because AMAC understands that millions of Americans are concerned that this election has been undermined. And we are going to fight to ensure that the uh, future elections, that this election and future elections remain uh, fair. And uh, we are actually uh, pushing out a, a petition. So I'd love for you to share with our members uh, that petition, which uh, they should arrive in their, in their email boxes over the coming days. That petition is extremely important because it establishes a record 
of our concern. And it is a very useful document in litigation that's going to uh, be occurring and, and which will likely ensue through the uh, appellate process. We do expect some of these cases to get to the Supreme Court because of the widespread and increasing evidence of fraud that's occurring, you know, again, not only with the with the switching of votes from Trump to Biden, but also other kinds of irregularities that are such as blocking poll uh, observers, ballot harvesting, discarding ballots, and those kinds of things. And so this petition uh, essentially says, we fully support the efforts of our president to true the vote, if you will, and to get to the bottom and make sure that the election outcome is, is credible, is correct, and proper. So, Bob, we know that there's a recount in many states. They're, they're recounting these ballots. So explain to our listeners exactly, if votes do switch, if they do find that there are, there are many votes in the thousands that are, that are switched over from Biden to Trump, you know, what is that going to look like in the end? Uh, thank you for that question, Rebecca. This is a very, very significant point. And for example, let me illustrate in the case of Wisconsin, where we had um, uh, somewhat of a significant vote difference. In one county in Wisconsin, they found about 9,700 votes. Well, what that means is that those votes, but when being switched back to Trump, uh, increases the Trump tally by that same amount, but it also decreases the Biden tally by that same amount. So you get a net gain that's actually double that number. And, and that, in fact, has brought Wisconsin back to a dead even position. And that's important for all the states. So when you see those initial vote differences. Uh, yeah. So, Bob, so they'll be cut by that. They'll be cut by such a degree that it will be uh, almost, a, a you know, as if Trump gained double the amount of votes that were incorrectly given to Biden because they're going to reduce the votes on the Biden side. That's exactly right. It's a it's a double dividend, if you will. That is great. And the thing, you know, I'm seeing uh, and hearing <clears throat> not a whole lot, but but in some articles, and you really do have to search for this information because the mainstream media just is suppressing, I think, a lot of these stories uh, but we're hearing things that just don't statistically make sense. For example, Wisconsin, they're saying nearly 90% of voters turned out. Now, the greatest number of voters that had ever turned out uh, in history in that state was, I believe, around 74% is what I read. So you're thinking, well, heck, uh, what's happening here? We're also hearing of, of, of 10,000 votes that were comprised of people who were dead or suspected dead, uh, and tens of thousands of other votes of people that were over the age of 90 or over the age of 100. I mean, there are so many uh, areas that um, certainly raise an eyebrow. And I think that whether you voted for Biden or for Trump, every American should care a whole heck of a lot that our elections are reflecting the will of the American people. We can't have an election stolen from us. I mean, I, I, I know that you agree with me there and our members agree with us, but I can tell you that this is definitely an issue that AMAC is going to remain focused on. We're going to uh, ensure the integrity of our elections and we're going to do whatever it takes. We've got 2.3, we're nearing up on 2.4 million members that 
uh, believe the same as we do, Bob. And we've got a lot of work cut out for us in in the coming months and the coming years. But we will not stop fighting. We will make sure that your voice is heard, and we will stand for you. You're ab- absolutely correct. And and what's interesting about what you've said in terms of dead people and and people born in 1900 and voting, that typically occurs in urban areas like Detroit. Philadelphia is a seatbed for political corruption, St. Louis, and typically the cemetery vote, I put that in quotes, uh, generally votes for the Democrat Party, which is really unfortunate. It's very sad and totally disrespects our Constitution and the American people. Excellent, Bob. Excellent. You know, Bob, this morning I heard Lindsey Graham, he was speaking on Fox. And what Lindsey said was that it appears in Georgia uh, and other states as well, uh, Michigan, that the voting system, uh, this uh, software system, was not taking into consideration whether or not these ballots had signatures or if these signatures matched any signatures on file. I mean, that's huge. This is this is the future of America. And I think in 2020, more than any other time in my lifetime, we don't see such a huge stark contrast between outcomes policies and uh, really agendas between Biden and Trump. So I was glad to hear that uh, Lindsey Graham was talking about, you know, the fact that that the administration somehow is aware that there's something going on and we'll have to wait and see exactly what can happen. But all legal options must be exhausted before the president is chosen by the Electoral College. And, I, you know, we agree that President Trump deserves due process, uh, that due process is legally afforded to him. Uh, these charges continue to widen, and I'm, I'm hearing more and more. Uh, whether or not the, the charges will be taken seriously uh, is a whole other story, but uh, AMAC certainly supports uh, the president's right to uh, be sure that this is a fair election. Uh, <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit to you about, about Georgia and what's happening there. I mean, geez, we, we see that um, the elections have been so close in Georgia, and, and the Secretary of State uh, said Friday that the contest between Trump and nominee Joe Biden was heading towards a statewide recount. Uh, but Georgia has never seen a runoff like this one. Can you inform our members what's happening down in Georgia? Well, first of all, the Secretary of State of Georgia announced that there's going to be a, a full recount of all the votes. And this is really, really significant. And it's going to take time. Uh, Recognize, too, that uh, on the other side, the Biden campaign is trying to push ahead with transition when they know darn well that none of these uh, uh, final votes have been certified. But in Georgia, for example, there is a 14,000 vote delta between uh, Trump and Biden, as was reported. Uh, But there is a 12,000 vote swing. In other words, 6,000 votes were identified as being uh, switched from Trump to Biden. So that's a 12,000 vote swing, which makes, wow. it, makes it essentially a dead even heat. Now also mm-hmm. in Georgia, and this is particularly a down ballot concern, there are two Republican senators up for reelection. And so they're likewise gonna get caught, you know, I think in, in, in these voter issues, voter count issues, tabulation issues in Georgia. So those two, uh, two candidates, both for re-election indeed, uh, stand to benefit as well. 
And it's really important for us and for our AMAC members, particularly in Georgia, to really uh, help in efforts to true the vote. The, that uh, runoff election is going to be January 5. And the reason you're having a runoff in Georgia is that both candidate, winning candidates have to have over 50% of the vote. And they were very, very close. And they both did very, very well. In fact, Senator Perdue was, was less than a point off, but nonetheless still below 50%. And so we have a mission in AMAC, and that is to, is to assure the integrity of the vote. And it's really important that our members, particularly in Georgia, get out and insist and talk with family and friends and insist that they, they vote again and they vote correctly and that their vote counts on January 5. Thank you, Bob. Uh, we do know that if Democrats win both of those seats, they would take control of the Senate and that would start January 20th. And with a vice president-elect Kamala Harris, uh, she would have the power to break ties in the chamber. So it, it is just absolutely imperative that you are voting on the issues and that you understand the issues. And for any of our members that reside in the great state of Georgia, yeah, we encourage you to get down there. I mean, we see that there's there's a tremendous amount of money, right, that's being poured into those states. And uh, what we see from that is is we, we expect, of course, a, a much higher turnout uh, with the amount of money that's being dumped into that state to uh, support the candidates. Uh, but I, I want to just uh, <clears throat> inform our members, the, the presidential recount has no effect on the, uh, the Senate race. Is that right, Bob, as you understand it? Yes, those are, those are uh, our separate votes. It, it would have a derivative effect in, in Georgia, you know, where, again, people may just go down, just to go down the, the voting column and, and vote for individual candidates. Uh, it, however, may have an impact uh, in Senate races, such as also John James in Michigan, and also uh, the, the two Republican senators up for re-election in Georgia. Because if the voting machine has malware in it, where it switches, switches votes from Republicans to Democrats, it's going to impact also those particular races. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we see that, you know, just getting back to voter fraud again and the stories that are pouring in, uh, for example, in Detroit, the Central Counting Board in Detroit did not allow sufficient Republican challengers in the room to oversee ballot counting. Uh, you know, Democrats placed unusual looking um what we what we think might be police officers at the doors, and they boarded up the windows, which uh, really did not allow for sufficient observation by both sides. And so, in your opinion, uh, because I think the American public, Bob, I think that they are uh, just sitting tight, being patient, praying. We hear a lot of our members telling us that they are their prayers are right there with the president because they do believe in in uh, elections that must be fair. And uh, we're not seeing that. But in your opinion, Bob, do you think that uh, this is really all going to come down to the courts making a final decision? And in your opinion, do you think that uh, that that Trump has a chance of still being uh, our, our next president? Oh, to answer the second question first, I do believe the president, uh, and I'm increasingly cautiously optimistic, 
that ultimately the outcome of this election will change and that the president and vice president will be reelected, reelected. And let's look at the Michigan example that you brought up as one. In one county in Michigan, uh, a rural county, there were 6,000 votes uh, that were shifted from uh, uh, Trump votes for Biden. Uh, that constitutes a 12,000 vote swing, and that's in one county. And Dominion voting system operated in that county, plus 47 other more counties in Michigan. So if you do the math on that, there's going to be increasing multiple there. The initial difference between the president and the vice president, Biden, was $150,000 vote difference. And we've seen also in Detroit tampering at drop boxes, blocking observers. And the White House had announced that it has almost 250 affidavits from Detroit, Wayne County, asserting voter fraud. So I'm very optimistic that these things will will come to light. And, but, and indeed, they are probably going to have to be resolved in the courts. That's right. And I do agree with you, the Dominion voting systems, we've got to keep a close eye on that and and listen to any new stories that come out, because there certainly seems to be something very wrong with that system, uh, not just in one area, but multiple areas. And uh, the folks that are behind the Dominion voting systems uh, raises suspect, at least in my mind, it does. Well, Bob, I think the likeliest outcome, you know, for better or for worse, is going to be a review before the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, the high court could make things right. Uh, so we are going to have to sit tight. This election is not done. Uh, charges continue to widen. And uh, the concern is going to be whether or not these charges will be taken seriously. So I thank you so much for joining us today, Bob. I do encourage folks to go to our website, www.amac.us. And if you are an AMAC member, please do share with friends and family and neighbors alike. Let them know that there is an alternative organization that is fighting for you. Uh, Take our poll. It is on our website at amac.us and our petition. Uh, sign up for newsletters and get involved. Uh, anything else that you want to share with our members, Bob? I know that we are going to be um, organizing uh, a call to action, and they'll be hearing more about that in their inboxes. Uh, they've got to opt in to receive a lot of those notifications, but please do share it. Any other call to action with our members? I would just say to all of our members is don't listen to the media right now. Uh, because this election is far from over. These, these recounts, these, uh, the actions are occurring in all of the swing states. Uh, a lot of instances and evidence of fraud is being uncovered. Uh, the media you know, has always been, in, by and large, in lockstep with, uh, with the uh, Democrat Party and, and liberals. And so consequently, what you're actually receiving is a media strategy on behalf of the Democrats, on behalf of the uh, Biden-Harris team to foster uh, a a situation or a mindset among the American people that we're tired of this, let's get it over and punt. Let's not punt. Let's keep on going. Let's support uh, the, the president's actions and his campaign's actions. Excellent. And Bob, I know that you and your entire team on behalf of our 2.3 million AMAC members are very, very busy at work each and every day. You're making sure that their voice is heard. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. 
doing all that I do to improve our member benefits and get our magazine out there, that I can rely on our incredible team that's just really doing an outstanding job. Uh, with, with such close margins in these key battle states, Bob, we've got to keep any anybody who's doing any wrongdoing accountable. And I can promise our AMAC members and anybody listening here today that we will fight to ensure that this election and future elections remain unimpeachable and remain fair. I want to thank everybody for listening in today to AMAC's podcast, Better for America. Bob Carlstrom, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Better for America podcast. To learn more about AMAC and all it has to offer, visit us at www.amac.us.